This is District Sentinel Radio, the newscast of record for the left. I'm Sam Sachs. I am Sam Knight. We're broadcasting out of the Sentinel Fort in Washington, D.C., a.k.a. Pistown. Check out the website, districtsentinel.com. Last week, we told you there would be no Monday show, yet here we are. What happened, Sam? I got an email from the jury duty people telling me that, uh, thanking me for my service and telling me I actually didn't need to come in. I, what, I'm not sure if that's winning the jury duty lottery or if that just deprives me of the chance to nullify some laws. Well, it deprived me of a three-day weekend, <laughs> so can't say I'm too happy about these developments, but uh, here we are in the office doing a newscast. Yeah, so I guess let's just do it then. <laughs> it's Monday, November 18th, 2019. Here's the news. The Department of Defense has released the results of its second ever audit, and I thought my finances were a mess. Last year, the Pentagon faced its first audit, and it failed miserably, with auditors citing more than 2,400 areas that need better accounting. The good news is that since then, the Pentagon has addressed and resolved 556 of those 2,400 problematic areas. The bad news is that the latest audit has uncovered 1,300 new auditing problems, in addition to the 1,800 or so that were still left over from last year. In other words, the Pentagon is creating more auditing problems each year than it can fix. And for the second year in a row, it is literally unauditable. So hold up a second. Your finances and the Pentagon finances are are a mess for different reasons. Oh, yeah. I mean, I have no money. (laughs) The Pentagon has enormous amounts of money, but we're both terrible at accounting for our money. Well, you'd think for... I don't know, $800 billion a year for a base budget, they could hire some accountants. What nefarious things are you trying to hide in your black budget? I just don't know how to spend money. I've never been good at at budgeting. Who are you to want to talk here? You're not one to talk at all. At all, Mr. Uh, Can I pull some money out of the Patreon? Do we have any more Patreon money that I can get? Coming at me. I just, just the way you set up the segment, I was just trying to be a little playful Look, my here. My finances are a mess. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not dealing in billions of dollars. Trillions. Or trillions or millions or hundreds of thousands. Barely thousands at this point. Can I just continue on with the story Please here? Please continue. In a press release, the DOD comptroller, Elaine McCusker, Describe the task thusly, quote, DOD has 3 million employees in 160 countries and more than 4,500 defense sites and close to 30 million acres of land, managing a $292 billion inventory and 573,000 building structures. The 2019 consolidated audit covered the department's more than $2.9 trillion in total assets and $2.8 trillion in liabilities. Why is this something to be proud of? I mean, is is this, is she, am I misreading this? That she's, is she just being matter of fact? I think she's being matter of fact Okay, here. okay, sorry. Just stating 3 million employees <laughs> in 160 countries at 4,500 defense sites. Well, it kind of Taking sound- up close to 30 million acres of land. That is quite an imperial footprint. <laughs> I mean, the subtext of this sounds, seems to be like an excuse. Like, oh yeah, well, I mean, look how many employees we have. Look how many- Maybe it is partially an excuse, but uh, a very telling excuse. 
look, if you have this much money, you can hire people to fucking keep track of how you're spending it. They obviously don't want people to know yeah. where this money is fucking going, which is a, a, a fucking black hole of, with missile boners in it. <laughs> I mean, it's F-35s that can't take off when it's too cloudy and cold. It sort of does require a second army to audit <laughs> the army. Uh, they note how there are 1,400 people visiting hundreds of sites around the world taking hundreds of thousands of samples to conduct this audit. It's part of the reason why the Defense Department remains the only federal agency that has not passed a full audit, leaving it in violation of a federal law passed in 1990. We did learn a bit about how the Pentagon spends its appropriated funding this year. That included $281 billion on operations and maintenance, including about a billion dollars on repairing damages to military installations caused by global warming superstorms, nearly $150 billion on personnel costs, about $146 billion on procurement, including new F-35s, also $95 billion on research and development of futuristic weapons, utilizing things like artificial intelligence, hypersonics, directed energy, and autonomous unmanned systems. Overall, the Pentagon is declaring the results of its latest failed audit as actually a success. <laughs> Reading from a Defense Department press release, quote, the 2019 department-wide audit of the Defense Department did what DOD needed. It goes on to say that, quote, our first ever consolidated financial statement audit in 2018 resulted in a disclaimer, which means it failed. The 2019 audit shows the same, though the comptroller noted that result was expected. So that that was an excuse when the comptroller was listing all those stats, just happened to be listing all these stats about how fucking how hard my life is. Oh, I'm the poor <laughs> DOD comptroller. I, I was just making the uh, comparison about how your and the Pentagon uh, problems are different, by the way, because if someone were to, I don't know, give us $800 billion on Patreon, I think we would do some really good things with that money. <laughs> I, I think we would too, but I can promise you I'd be terrible at accounting for it unless we hired some accountant. Great. That'll that'll get the people uh, sprinting to our Patreon. <laughs> We mean well. We mean well. We mean well. We mean well. We're trying to win hearts and minds out here. Sonia Sotomayor criticized her Supreme Court colleagues for declining to take up a case on property seizures by cops. The justice dissented on the denial and a list of orders released today by the court. The case centered around a decision made by the Supreme Court two years ago in its ruling on Honeycutt versus the United States. In that decision, the court ruled unanimously that criminal asset forfeiture is only permitted, quote, from the defendant who initially acquired the property and who bears responsibility for its dissipation. The opinion was written by Sotomayor herself. Today, she said, the court is failing to uphold the precedent that was set in the ruling. Lawyers for the Trump administration had argued that Honeycutt did not apply in the case, which was called Pathman versus the United States, because it involved two defendants who helped run a criminal enterprise together, and because the assets ordered jointly seized were ordered so under civil law and not criminal law. However, they also conceded that there's no fundamental difference between the two. Quote, the Court of Appeals erred in distinguishing civil asset forfeiture from criminal asset forfeiture for the purposes of joint and several liability. End of quote. Sotomayor seized on this in her dissent today, 
She said she would have remanded the case back to the Eighth Circuit Court of Appeals, quote, to reconsider its decision in light of the government's concession. Lawyers for the accused had argued that joint and several liability inevitably means the seizure of some assets that aren't tainted by criminal activity. They said this goes against Sotomayor's opinion in Honeycutt and is inconsistent, quote, with the bedrock principle that criminal forfeiture is limited to the fruits of a defendant's crime. Now on to a case the high court has decided to take up. Supreme Court has for the first time waded into congressional impeachment investigations and sided with the Trump administration. On Monday, the court agreed to put a temporary stay on a House subpoena for the president's financial records. Lower courts had already rejected the administration's arguments and had upheld the subpoena against the president's financial firm, Mazars USA, compelling them to turn over the relevant records by this Wednesday. Well, in a last-ditch effort to prevent disclosure, Trump's lawyers went to the Supreme Court asking for a stay on that subpoena until it's determined if the high court will hear an appeal in the case. In a decision signed by Chief Justice John Roberts, the stay was granted for 10 days. House Democrats said they will file a response to the administration's motion before the high court. Trump's lawyers have put forward an extremely expansive view of presidential powers that includes absolute immunity. At one point during oral arguments to defend this view, Trump's lawyers used the often cited quote by Trump that he could shoot someone in the middle of Fifth Avenue and not lose supporters to argue that he could do that and also not be prosecuted for it, which is 100 percent true if Nancy Pelosi or likely Chief Justice John Roberts were in charge of that prosecution. I mean, hell, Robert Mueller was in charge of a prosecution, and that was pretty much the fucking conclusion he arrived at. True. This is fucked. This country is fucked. We have lawyered up dipshits out there, fucking three-degree having-ass dipshits out there saying the president can just fucking kill anyone, and it's cool under the unitary executive theory. This sucks. This country sucks. The world sucks, too, because there's finally there's some more grim news for the planet. The latest monthly data are out from the National Oceanic Atmospheric Administration, or NOAA. The figures are showing that Arctic ice levels were at new lows last month. Quote, ice coverage was the smallest ever recorded for October at 32.2% below the 1981 to 2010 average. Also, some regions suffered through Octobers that saw monthly temperatures among the top three on record, that was the case in Europe, Africa, Oceania, the Caribbean, and the Hawaiian Islands. Also, there's more, the average global sea surface temperature was its second highest ever recorded, just one-tenth of a degree under the record, which was set in 2016. Folks, it is getting hot out there. Perhaps the most depressing climate news comes from elsewhere, however, Symbolic of how woeful the liberal establishment is, the LA Times noted recently that celebrity-slash-activist Jane Fonda has given $1,000 to Amy Klobuchar Jane. despite getting arrested in weekly acts of civil disobedience. Jane. Fonda is getting arrested every week and backing the candidate who says, actually, no, another world is not possible, Jane. and you look like dicks for trying. Jane, please step into my office here. Reconsider this. Actually, Klobuchar is uh, just one of two candidates who is saying that, that Fonda is backing. She's also supporting the centrist Montana governor, Steve Bullock, 
Hanoi Jane, what happened? What happened, Hanoi Jane? What, what is this? <laughs> There's only like one celebrity left who has not done something to get themselves canceled, <laughs> quote unquote, like defending Woody Allen or something like that, or stepped up to support dipshit centrist politicians. And that's Danny DeVito. I think his birthday was over the weekend, too. Happy birthday, Danny DeVito. Sorry, this is uh, Rob Delaney erasure. Sure, sure. Rob, too. And, is- and also, I guess, Susan Sarandon. Susan Sarandon. Cardi B. Ah, yes, Cardi B. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll leave it at that. Thank you for listening. That's the newscast. Consider subscribing on our Patreon, patreon.com slash district sentinel. I swear we'll account better than the Pentagon. Yes. <laughs> it's not it's a low bar, but we will do better than the Pentagon. Five dollars a month. That's all it takes. Get access to all the bonus content we put out. Get your own haiku written for you and read on the show. Patreon.com slash district sentinel. For free, you can call the rant line 202-684-6108. Leave a message. We'll play it on tomorrow's show. We're here in D.C., so you don't have to be.